0: This is UIN the podcast. Descendants of slaves and reparations, reparations, reparations. What's this all about? Well, for most black people, reparations is about one thing. Everybody's talking about it. Some people are for it. And I was saying, look, there's no question. Let's have the conversation in public. We've got to recognize back to that earlier point, people aren't starting out on the same base in terms of their ability to succeed. And so we have got to to recognize that and give people a lift up. I have long believed uh, that this country should resolve its original sin of slavery. And that one of the ways we should consider doing that is through reparations for people who are the descendants of slaves. It is interesting to me that under our constitution and otherwise we compensate people if we take their property. Shouldn't we compensate people if they were property? There are massive disparities uh, that must be addressed. Uh, There is legislation that I like, it's called the 10-20-30 legislation, which focuses federal resources in a very significant way on distressed communities, communities that have high levels of poverty. And then there are those that are against it. I find myself once again in the same position as President Obama. We both oppose reparations and we both are the descendants of slaveholders. They held a meeting about it. B.J. Murphy, Sean, and Sunday discussed it on the B.J. Murphy 20-Minute Morning Show podcast. What did y'all think about Danny Glover and some of these other people I'd never seen before? talking on reparations anybody want to start first first of all i think that it was a farce the whole hearing i think it was just a way for the democrats to say they addressed the issue that the big elephant in the room right now and why would you get danny glover the committee should have been comprised of historians um economists uh political scientists not celebrities like they were going on a world tour right what sense did that make right let me just honestly say, this is the first time ever, Char, everything you said was about what I was going to say, so I don't have to say that. Thank you, Char. <laughs> I agree full-heartedly with what you just said. Sure, it would be nice to get a check or a few grand from the feds, but it ain't going to happen like that. But I have a little something in the form of a news story that could get some black people that 40 acres and a mule. For real. Now the news story I'm about to do is not true, but it could be if some black folk take a chance. Reporting from Washington DC, the Supreme Court of the United States has granted to slave descendant Woodrow Pettigrew Flowers, 40 acres of land and a mule. Well, in this day and age, it should have been 40 acres and a bins, but we'll stick with the mule. It's a decision that could affect thousands of African-Americans. What had happened was, and you know, anybody that starts a story, what had happened was, you know, there's going to be some shit in the story somewhere, right? Okay. What had happened was Woodrow filed a lawsuit against the feds, accusing the United States of violating their obligation to his ancestor, who died in 1891. What? You see, Woodrow found out at the last family cookout and reunion from his uncle on his mama daddy's side that his great grandfather, Pettigrew Cornelius Flowers, along with 18,000 other freed slaves, had fought for the Union in the American Civil War. Okay! His great-grandfather, being a slave, jumped at the opportunity to fight for the Union and kick some southern country slave owners' ass. Pettigrew, along with the other 17,999 slave brothers, had all been promised 40 acres of land and a mule by the U.S. Army in 1865 if they would join the fight. Well, we all know how that ended. They didn't get shit. Woodrow and his lawsuit changed that. By a narrow 5-4 vote, the Supreme Court ruled that the U.S. government had to hold the promises made to those 18,000 freed slaves by granting the promised acreage and animals to their descendants. Now, I know you're saying, wait a minute, how the hell did they do that? Well, the Supreme Court decision is based on military orders issued during the American Civil War. The orders dealing specifically with the freed slaves are called Special Field Orders Number 15 and were issued by General William Sherman, commander of the Military Division of the Mississippi of the United States Army on January 16, 1865. They provided for the confiscation of 400,000 acres of land along the Atlantic coast of South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida damn, nice area, and dividing it into parcels of not more than 40 acres, on which there would be settled approximately 18,000 freed slave families and other blacks then living in the area. Now, how was Sherman able to do that? Well, for the duration of the Civil War, military officers had both special executive and legislative powers and therefore the Supreme Court ordered that General Sherman's field orders have the same legal status as laws issued by the Congress and have to be respected by the American government. The decision of the Supreme Court could have some major consequences because it applies to the descendants of the 18,000 other free slave families covered by the 1865 Field Order. Now, even though it started with 18,000, If there were a class action suit, and I'm just saying if there were, then more than 120,000 black Americans who are direct descendants of these slaves would be entitled to reparation of 40 acres and a mule. And remember, that's in South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, man, mm, mm, mm. I'm getting ready to join Ancestry.com. I'm gonna find out if I'm supposed to get that 40 acres. Always thought it would be nice to live in Jacksonville, Florida, or maybe Savannah or Charleston. Nah, I already lived in Charleston. More news and information for and about people of color, visit the Urban Internet News website at uinews.net. I'm AK, a contributor to the BJ Murphy 20-Minute Morning Show podcast. Thanks for listening.